Yeah, so this is, uh, this is uh, Bordeaux Diaries. It's a bit obvious, but do you want to tell us where you are? I'm in Bordeaux, Matthew. This is Bordeaux Diaries, a year in the life of DMU student Callum Taylor as he studies drama in France and in French. Hello, Callum. Hello, Matthew. So, in the week leading up to us recording this, you've been messaging me cryptically, uh, telling me that you've had a very traumatic experience. Are you alright? Yeah, I'll pull through. So, it was bad enough that you told me that you had to ring your dad and your mum to have a chat. Yeah. What happened? I'm pregnant. (laughs) No, uh... Basically, I uh, I got tear gassed by a chip van man. What? Yeah, I got tear gassed, CS gassed. You know, on Call of Duty, like that, but it lasts longer than on Call of Duty. Right. Um. How? When? Why? So I went. Uh, I tried. I tried my hetero hand at a gay club. It was all right. And then afterwards, went went outside to get and walking home. It's not a very good area. It's like one of the areas you should kind of avoid, but the problem is it's got all the nightclubs in, so people sort of go there. So walking back, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I really fancy some chips. It's just me and this other girl, Colette, who's a friend of mine, good friend. So we go to this chip van. I ask for some chips, and I hand them over 10 euros, expecting the chips to be like 3 euros or something. And then he gives me 2 euros back, and I'm like, hang on, I just want chips. And he's like, yeah, I know. And I was like, so... Their chips, your chips are eight euros, and he's like, "Yeah," and I'm like, "Okay, that's not, that's not okay. Like, I, I don't want the chips. Just give me my money back." And he puts the chips on the side, and we, we uh, Colette had been talking to him a bit and said that we we're English and stuff. So then we were like, "Look, you can't, you can't just Connors just because we're English." And as soon as Colette said that, he was like, "What? What?" Stormed out of the chip van came up to me, starts pushing me and pushing me, smacks me in the face, Colette like gets in between, he smacks her in the face, some guy like grabs him from behind and like pulls him back, but as he's doing it, like Colette, Colette, he manages to smack Colette's bag all over the floor, all of her makeup and things go all over the floor, and then he sees what's happening and runs back into his chip van and closes the door. So Colette starts shouting at him. I go and pick up all of her stuff because I'm worried people are just going to steal like all of her things that are in her bag. So I put it all in back in her bag. I go over and like we're shouting at him a bit, but obviously it's kind of hard because how to really make someone feel bad in French, I don't really, you know. But Colette was saying all the stuff like, oh yeah, you're an absolute coward, punching a girl and then running back into your chip van. like. And then I like, I'm thinking I should probably punch him right but but I, I can't i can't get into the chip van so i just spat in his chip fryer and how did he react to that he wasn't too pleased but we were just like right let's let's go now forget it like let's just leave it a bit so we start walking home three minutes later we hear like like bang your footsteps behind us we're like turn around what's that and he he's tear gases colette in the face and in her mouth oh my god and then I go to protect her with my arm, and then he tear gasses me in the face as well, and then he just runs back to his chip van. And like when you when you tear gas, you can't really see, you can't walk anywhere, so just sort of stumbling around, still holding on to Colette. And then she has a panic attack, falls to the floor and can't can't breathe properly, um, starts having a fit like spasming and stuff. And like going, <gasps> like can't can't breathe. So 
people like come over and like oh what's going on well interested um but we're just trying to get her to calm down and people start putting their coats over the top of her and things that ring for an ambulance like 15 20 minutes later an ambulance comes takes me and her to the hospital and then three hours later she's managed she's calmed down a bit but my phone's out of battery she put her she took her coat off and put it someone put it over her but when the ambulance came i just picked up the wrong coat because i was really i thought it'd be the one nearest her head which had her phone in and her house keys after the after the hospital uh, we got a bus as as close to valerie and philippe's as we could and then we hitchhiked because it was like minus four degrees. Hitchhiked home, tried to get everything sorted. Thankfully, Colette's friend had a spare key. I still can't charge my phone because I was going to stay at her house on the floor. So all my charging things are at her house, including my laptop charger and stuff. So like I, I, I couldn't, we couldn't really contact her parents or anything. Eventually, after like we had three hours sleep at about midday, then we went back to her house. Well, her friend got the key, went to her house. I got went home again. And then the next day we went to the police station. Yeah. And like I did the whole report in French, so I was pretty chuffed with that. And what and did yeah. they say? Are they going to pursue this? Are they going to deal yeah, with it? Yeah, they're going to they're going to they're going to go and try and arrest him, and then uh, they're going to do him for it. Which is pretty good. Cause apparently, there's loads of cameras around there and stuff, and we gave a good description of him. And that's good. That's something at least. But blimey, that must have been terrifying. Yeah, it wasn't great. Getting tear gassed by a kebab man. What? does it feel like having tear gas then so it's this little spray he sprays it in don't say your little face. it's oh. this potent potent spray <laughs> okay by little i just meant it's a portable spray yeah like like a lynx deodorant can is the kind of size of it right I right i couldn't see it for very long <laughs> so it blinds you does it it's like someone's pushing with their thumbs bits of onion into your eye and then you can feel the onion seeping under your skin all around your face and your sinuses. You can't see through your tears, and also like your vision goes all hazy anyway, and you, the eyes are just stinging and stinging and stinging. Why on earth has a kebab man got tear gas? Yeah. But in France, it's legal to carry it as long as you only use it in self-defence. And we found this out does later. not qualify, surely. No, because, I mean, he ran up from behind. Do you know what I mean? We weren't attacking him or anything. That's crazy. That is really scary especially in a foreign country yeah do you feel that that made a difference the fact that you were in france would it have been different if it had happened whilst you were here i think there's ups and downs if it was in england and that happened i think i would have been more aggressive okay but because it was in france i didn't want to i was too i was a bit like cautious and wary even though i was a bit drunk i was even i was still more cautious and wary than i would have been in england yeah just because i guess you're not on your home turf exactly when I finally got back with my phone charger and stuff from, from Colette, because bear in mind, it's like an hour journey in and out, an hour journey into town, an hour out. So it took me a long time to go there, get all my stuff, come back. And we spoke, we met up with her friend to get the key, so talking to her, Kerry, for quite a while as well. But I was still, like, my adrenaline was still going, and then I got back to Valerie and Philippe's at about 9pm, and apparently my face just went white as a sheet, and then I just I kind of just wanted to go home and have a hug off my mum. <laughs> oh. And Dad. And you, Dad. <laughs> so Colette's also an English Erasmus student Yes Did you feel that this attack had a lot to do with you being English? You said that the uh, chip shop man might have been trying to scam you because he knew you were English Does that happen a lot? Is it something you've come across before? No, but when it's 
3 a.m. in the morning and there's two drunk tourists in front of you, I mean, what? Surely that's that's that sounds like the ideal opportunity, doesn't it? Yeah, I agree. Um, I just wondered I mean, if it was more common. Eight euros place. for a little tray of chips is flipping steep. It was like 18 chips. I mean, I didn't try and take the chips and be like, "This is a joke. Give me my money back." I was like, "Look, there's your chips. Give me my money back." He's like, "No." Yeah, well, no matter what had happened at that point, there was absolutely no reason for him to spray you with tear gas. No, it wasn't very pleasant. I'm feeling better now. I'm fine being here. I'm just not going to go back there again. Still walking the streets, just not every street. Yeah. How long did it leave you traumatised, do you think? Did you not leave the house for the de- for a day or something? Uh, I went to uni the next day and stuff. I just... I was just absolutely... Well, not the next day, because it was a Saturday night, and then Sunday I slept three hours. Then I slept a long time on Sunday night. Went to uni in the afternoon. I think it on Monday I felt all right. I mean, it's Colette who was really bad. I was just sort of yeah, looking well, after yeah. it. How does that all work there anyway? Do they have a healthcare system, or did you have to pay for an ambulance? <laughs> does Does France have a healthcare system? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, of course, they have a healthcare system of some sort. Yeah. Well, the, well, the way it works is it's going to get technical. Basically, I think if you've got an eHIT card, a European health insurance card, you just get free healthcare. Oh. Normally, if you've not got that, if for people who are French, basically you have to pay up front for everything. But yeah. then you go through like a process with some paperwork, and then the government pays it back. But you have to have that money up front to do it in the first place. Oh, okay. Right. So there was no problem. I mean, the hospital. No, there was no problem, and the hospital was great. Bearing bear in mind that I spat on in on this guy's property, or you know, on someone's property, in their chip fryer, and I went to the police station and I admitted a crime in a foreign country. And what did they say? Surely. Nothing. They didn't, you know, I didn't spend the night in a cell or anything, but I just think that's quite, you know, putting it like that, it's a pretty good story. I went to a police station in France, abroad, and I admitted a crime what I'd done. Get that yes. lesson, do you, yes, in is. your French lessons. Today, we'll be learning how to admit to crimes. <laughs> yeah, I was, well, I was honestly so chuffed. I was so close in the actual um, interview with the police guy at the end of it. We were having like a little bit of a joke. And at the end, I was like, I was so tempted to just be like, you know what? After all this has happened, I mean, this is a great learning experience for me. (laughs) (laughs) Just keep it serious. (laughs) That was Bordeaux Diaries episode 13. You can tune in next time to hear more about Callum's adventures in France. I'm going to a a five-year-old's birthday party. In the meantime, make sure you subscribe to this on iTunes and tell all your friends. And she knows that I'm not that good at French. She sort of looks at me like, he's fucking weird. (laughs) And until next time, goodbye. Do you like buses?